Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. Hi, everybody. Hey. So before we start this episode, we're going to give you guys a little bit of information. A rundown, yo. A quick one. Um, Just so that you guys are very aware, we're coming into the holidays, which is a very busy time because Nikki has hockey. Every fucking day and weekend. It's And it's a very, it is a very strenuous schedule. Furthermore, I, on top of podcast, I have two jobs um, because I am paying for um, two kids to go to university in the fall, and I'm also having a butt ton of dental work done. Um, so for the next little while, because I'm trying to burn out my benefits for my dental before the start oh, of the yeah. new year, so that I can end like use everything I have, and, and then, then they'll be renewed over. in the yeah in mm-hmm, January. Mm-hmm, I'm with you. So just FYI, guys, I have a lot of dental work coming up. Um, I we had to rearrange the schedule um, for this week, so the next few weeks. Okay, if episodes are not out on Wednesdays, we apologize. We're going to try and drop them. They might not be as early. And for our Patreon listeners, we are really sorry. I know that you guys expect ad-free early. You're going to have to stick with us for a minute on ad-free, and we will try to make everything up to you after the holidays. Um, Anyway, so for the next little while, you guys, um, we've got a lot of shit going on. Um, The holidays are hectic regardless, but... You know, my dad is on hospice. I haven't talked about that a lot. I'm not ready to talk about that a lot. Um, and I'm thankful that my dad has made it this long on top of everything else. So we are going to be taking a few weeks off yeah. um, for the the Christmas season. And it's probably going to be like two, maybe even three weeks um, at the end of the year. You know, maybe we'll get together and just record me and Nikki being silly and drop some, like, extra so-so'd stuff. To but get as, you through the holiday traveling and shit. But as far as the actual episodes, we've got a lot of really good stuff coming. And I know that there's been a lot of requests. And we're, we're trying to get there. But, you know, I work a full-time job for the state of Utah. I also picked up a part-time admin job to supplement my income for a minute while I get my kids ready to go to school. So you can have underwear time all the time. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited. We want you guys to know in advance that from now until after the first of the year, things are going to be a little hectic. The first, the first few weeks of the beginning of the year, I do have more dental work and it should be completed by my birthday, which is in February. And after that, we can go full bore, crazy people, Back into putting episodes together. Yeah, because January I have to travel for hockey every single weekend. From like the end of December to all the way through January, we're traveling different places so, every weekend. So, As much as I would like to say that we are that podcast duo that has several months of shit recorded in advance, we are not. We are not those people. Nope. Not one bit. So there's going to be some hiccups in the schedule. So please stick with us. We're putting stuff together for uh, Patreon. We're getting things made. We're like, but it does take time. And I know that a lot of people with um, a lot of time and a lot of money are able to make things happen much faster than we are. <laughs> Just know that we have things in the hopper, but it's going to take a minute. But in the meantime, until my grill is fixed and hockey is over, 
Things might be a little sporadic. And it's literally just the two of us doing everything. We don't have the extra folks that a lot of people do have that help, which just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. And we put out usually eight episodes a month, which is a lot. It is. And, And I appreciate everybody that's offered to help us right now. I'm a control freak. Well, and also we've been advised by our legal team to be very careful about who and what gets written, mostly just because of the most recent outbreak of plagiarism in the podcast community. Uh, We were advised to be very, very careful with that. So it's not that we don't appreciate everybody that has offered to write episodes, and it's not that we are calling you guys plagiarists. We've just been advised not to do that for a minute. Anyway, just so you guys know, we we appreciate every single one of our listeners. We love you guys. And, you know, not only do we need breaks from true crime, we have to take breaks and take care of ourselves and take care of our families and take care of our teeth. <laughs> our teeth. So we are doing episode 123. These are Black Friday murders. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you guys want to check us out, ageofradio.org slash colormedead, go there, check out the bazaar, check out other shows. Um, support us through our Patreon or go to patreon.com slash podcast. See that great big donate slash pledge button. There's Do that. There are... Jesus. There are tiers from $1 to $75. You can pick anything in between. And I think you can name your own price, too. But we send out perks and shit, but anything from a dollar, anything on our Patreon, you get ad-free episodes, and sometimes they're early. I always upload them before I upload them on the other place, so you at least get them five minutes early. Fifteen minutes early, because my shit takes forever to upload. Um, If you want to get merch... You can go to colormedeadpod.threadless.com. There's all kinds of cool shit. And usually through the holidays, they have free shipping. So go check that out. Um, where do they find us on social media? Social media. Uh, if you guys want to check us out on Twitter, it's at colormedeadpod. Also, you can find us on Instagram at colormedeadpodcast or gory underscore Nikki or colormedeadangel. And if you boot scoot to Facebook... We have the Facebook podcast page, which is Color Me Dead podcast, and we have the Color Me Dead podcast group page, which is all crazy and shit. If you want to send us something, anything, whatever you want to send us, do it to, you can send it to P.O. Box 1610, Vernal, Utah, 84078. Um, so... I was thinking about getting, like, what to get everybody for Christmas because it's that time. Usually I have, like, a whole list and all that shit by now, but I don't this year. And so the thought of Black Friday crossed my mind, and that's where this episode was inspired because I was like, fuck Black Friday. I'm a, I'm a Cyber Monday gal, and I've never actually done Black Friday. You have, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. A, people... I, I am a bargain shopper. I like a good deal, but not to deal with that many people. I loved Black Friday to begin with. The chaos is the chaos of Black Friday is hilarious to me. I freaking think it's great. Go sit a chair out there and just watch it. Is it is bananas. I could um, do that. 
I have participated in Black Friday a handful of times. I used to go with my roommate when I lived out in Salt Lake and she was one of those Black Friday shoppers where this woman would map out. She would get the the paper right for all the sales and she knew exactly where she wanted to go and what she wanted to get and this woman is not a small woman and she moves with a fucking purpose, all right? She like does taekwondo and shit. Like going places with her is, and she's loud and obnoxious and I love her. (laughs) But anyway, Um, that was the first, like the first year that I had actually gone and I had something happen that made me rethink Black Friday a little bit because we were going to get linens and they had some really nice Egyptian cotton linens at Bed Bath & Beyond, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I happened to need new linens. So did she. And these were like literally dollars, dollars. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Oh, I would would go for that shit. Right. So we get into this Bed Bath & Beyond. It's in this huge shopping center in West Jordan. And we get in there. And, of course, you can stand in front of the item, but you can't touch the item until... The buzzer goes off. The buzzer goes off. Whatever. So, of course, I'm standing right up front. I'm very small. I can reach exactly what I want. They say, go ahead. I reach down. And I just start grabbing sheets like I grabbed my sheets I grabbed her sheets and I kind of figured like if I grabbed stuff that I didn't need it didn't matter because it was going to be extra and it was very very inexpensive while I was bent over because keep in mind I'm five foot two so when I bend over that is like the equivalent of somebody else getting on their knees right (laughs) I bend over I'm grabbing shit I'm passing it to my roommate and we're like chucking shit in the cart this woman crawled up on top of my back (gasps) on her knees using me as a step stool to reach up above me to an item that she could not reach otherwise we're like hold on let me get my stance so i stood up like and and for those of you who have never met me in real life i am a very sturdy stocky motherfucker like i am built like a brick shit house my thigh is the size of most women's like waste, okay? <laughs> and it is a lot of muscle. I do squats. I can lift heavy shit. So I stand up with, I, like, this woman was at least 160 pounds. I stand straight up. I turn around and I poker. You know that thing that I do when I poke somebody in the chest mm-hmm. and it's that two finger, like, boink, Bam. right in your chest meat? Violating. Yeah, it hurts. I don't yeah, like it either. It does. I don't like it. My dad used to do that to me fucking around. I'd be like, don't. I know. And I do it to people when I'm trying to get their attention and I'm very angry, but I'm not trying to start a fight. I just poke. And so I'm like, boink. And I poke her right in the chest. And I was like, do I appear to be a goddamn step stool? What the fuck made you think that it was a good idea to crawl up on top of the back of a stranger? Did she really think you were a step stool? She did. She claims. <laughs> she claims. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just, I couldn't. And I'm like, I don't care if you can't reach it. Don't crawl on top of me. <laughs> so, but you know, it's this little black, you know, cause I'm covered. I'm, I'm in a beanie and I'm in a black hoodie and you know, a little black shape on the ground. She thinks I'm a stool. Well, anyway, we get everything that we need there and we, we leave. We go to the next store where we need to get whatever else. And I had a, so we were in there and we were getting a laptop. Okay. So they were like, you can touch the item. You can't take the item off the shelf. I had my hand on the item. This big dude reaches over the top of me and puts his hand on my hand and just holds it there. And I, I just kind of like, I wiggled my fingers and he like tightened his grip. So I reached over with my other hand, put it underneath and threw an elbow underneath. Like I reached over, grabbed it with my left hand, let go with my right. He put his hand over my left hand and I went 
whack and threw an elbow. And I said, you inappropriate son of a bitch, take your hands off of me right now. And he had that face like, what are you going to do about it? And he didn't let go and he tightened his grip. So I reached down and I grabbed his nutsack, which most dudes genitals are right Right, right there, there for right you. there for me. I'm very short. And I grabbed his nutsack and gave it a hearty squeeze. Like I was checking to see if it was a fresh cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. And he did let go. And then he squealed. She touched my genitals. And I was like, and I'm going to do it again if you touch me again. But I'm going to do it with a ferocity you've not yet seen in a little girl. <laughs> Hands off. He did let go, but he ended up getting kicked out because he tried to snatch a laptop from an older woman. Like... A, Grab a, it from her. Yeah. but and, and like a 63-year-old. Jesus Christ. Little lady. And fortunately, one of the security guards in that specific electronic store saw it and was like, get him out of here. And I was like, grab him by the nuts. He responds. <laughs> you dirtbag. Just grab him right in the dick. The it last, gives him a jump. The last few times that I've gone, I've gone with my husband. And it has been fun. And we have gotten a lot of fun stuff. And we got some really good deals on a waffle maker that I broke. And some huge picture frames that I've not yet used from three years ago. (laughs) So I think we're pretty well done with... Also, I don't drink anymore. And I used to go very... Like, I used to get lubed up Uh, before I went. Which makes it even funnier. You would have to. Like, if I... Yeah, I could go in there loaded and be like, No, this is amazing. The last year that we went, I think, was two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got the TV in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a 55-inch TV, flat screen, for $200. Yeah. I remember so you, when you went to that one. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get some really killer... Like, wherever are you going to find a, a flat screen for $200 that's that big? No. No. I'm not much for Thanksgiving, so you think that I would be like, well, I'm just going to go shopping instead. But I am I am not. And here's a, here's a list of reasons here's why. Here's a bunch of reasons why. Some of them have to do with the exact in the store. Some of them don't. It's usually just injuries. Yeah. But well, I found a website called Brack, Brack, Brack. BlackFridayDeathCount.com. And they have a literal running count of Black Friday deaths and injuries starting in 2006. Um, the death toll on it is 12. And the injuries are at 117, which I feel like there's a lot more than that. I feel like, you know, that's just what they've found. Because I'm, I'm sure there's plenty that there's not news articles on. Um, we're going to tell you about all of the deaths in this episode. And then at the end, I'll tell you, like, the titles of the injuries. Because some of them are fucking funny. Um, but it would have taken forever to tell you about all of them. The first injury, however, on the list... The very first one that they ever listed is in Salt Lake City. <laughs> but Dude, I would like to I would like to interject briefly. I worked retail in Salt Lake City in a in in old fuck it, I'm gonna say it, in Old Navy. I worked for that company that owns the Gap Banana Republic mm-hmm. and Old Navy. And Nate Cox, if you're listening, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. People go insane over shit. I watched two little old ladies duke it out over scarves. 
on Black Friday in Old Navy to a point that I like, I sat back and was like, I'm gonna let him go. And then I had to step, I literally had to step in and stop two grandmas like Marjorie and Gertrude were about ready to take eyes out. Shit goes sideways. She's like, bitch, take your glasses off and see if you still want to fight. I, you, I'm gonna snatch that wig right off your head. I swear <laughs> to, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um... Well, so I went to look up the article to see what happened, but it really didn't say. So, like, I actually had to pay $3 for this fucking article because it was in the Salt Lake Tribune. And it didn't say what it, it didn't say what happened. It just said that it was the first time that they were open for, like, a long time. It was the earliest they had ever opened because it was in 2006 when they started pushing it back into Thanksgiving Day instead of just okay. Black Friday. But that's all it said. It just said mobs. Like, when they opened the door, it was just mobs of people. So I wonder if they just got trampled type situation. Fucking close, man. Yeah, it started out talking about um, Fashion Place. And I was like, (laughs) hell yeah, Fashion Place. That's where I shop all the time. Like, that's the main mall I go to when I go to Salt Lake. And I was like, yes. And I was waiting for it. And then it didn't say anything. I was like, all right, sweet. So there's that. So we move on to the first murder. And I'm going from oldest to newest. Um, And it was an article in the Daily News on November 8th, no, November 28th of 2008. And the article says, A Walmart worker died early Friday after an out-of-control mob frenzied shoppers uh, smashed through a Long Island store's front doors and trampled him, police said. The Friday stampede plunged into the Valley Stream outlet into chaos, knocking several employees to the ground and sending others scurrying atop uh, vending machines to avoid the horde. This is why I don't fucking Black Friday shop. I I get it. When the madness ended, 34-year-old... I don't know how to say this word, but it would be something... Demiety. Demore. It's J-D-I-M-Y-T-A-I. I don't even know how to go about saying that. Somebody's Dimity. probably yelling. Yep, somebody somewhere is really upset with us. But I ain't even going to try that one. Was dead. 34 years old. Like, you're in good Jesus. health at 34, and he got trampled to death. Um, and four shoppers, including a woman eight months pregnant, were injured. God damn. Yeah. He was bum-rushed. This is a quote. He was bum-rushed by 200 people, said Walmart worker Jimmy Overby, who was 43 years old. They took the doors off the hinges and he was trampled. Yeah. He was trampled and killed in front of me. I'm sorry. I should not be laughing, but you have to. Take the hinges off. Like Long Island doesn't fuck around. No, dude. Come on, man. Like, do you know what kind of people live in Long Island? And I'm not saying these these kind of people. Yeah. No, dude. It's. And nothing They're against more Long assertive. Island. <laughs> New York. They assertively took that door yeah. off the hinges. Uh, yeah. They're assertive. Anyway, going back to the article. They took me down too. I didn't know if I was going to live through it. I literally had to fight people off my back, Overby said. Demore, a temporary maintenance worker from Jamaica, Queens, was gasping for air as shoppers continued to surge into the store after its 5 a.m. opening, witnesses said. Even officers officers who arrived to perform CPR on the trampled worker were stepped on were stepped on by wild-eyed shoppers streaming inside. Like they're plowing over the cops too. A cop at the scene said, quote, they pushed him down and walked all over him. Demore's sobbing sister Danielle 41 said, How could these people do that? He he was such a young man with a good heart full of life. He didn't deserve that. 
Demore's sister said doctors told the family he died of a heart attack. His cousin, Ernest Demore, called the circumstances completely unacceptable. His body was a stepping bag with so much disregard for human life, Ernst Demore, 37, said. There has to be some accountability. (laughs) Roughly 2,000 people gathered outside of Walmart's doors in the pre-dawn darkness. Fuck that. Chanting, push the doors in. The crowd pressed against the glass. As the clock ticked down to the 5 a.m. opening. Since it is Walmart. Y'all need to slow your roll. Like it wasn't even Target. No, it's Walmart. <laughs> Stop it. Fuck. What next? Are we going to riot at Big Lots? I guess so. Dollar Tree. We're Get coming for you. Get your gun going to the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Everything at Dollar Tree is 50 cents on Black Friday. Watch oh the doors. God. <laughs> Um, sensing catastrophe, the nervous employees formed a human chain inside the entrance to slow down the mass of shoppers. It didn't work. The mob barreled in and overwhelmed workers. They were jumping over the barricades and breaking down the door, said Pat Alexander. I know somebody by that name. Just we saying. both do. Yeah. F- 53. This guy's 53. I don't think he's the same person. Just no, saying. Anyway. <laughs> Pat Alexander, 53, of Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Everyone was screaming. You just had to keep walking on your toes to keep from falling over. It's probably like a mosh pit at the freaking, you know. This is out of control. Okay. After the throng toppled Demore, his fellow employees had to fight through the crowd to help him, police said. Witness Kimberly Cribbs said shoppers acted like savages. When... uh, Mm -hmm. When they were saying they had to leave, that an employee got killed, people were yelling, I've been in line since Friday morning. Nobody fucking cares that you've been in line. Just remember that shit. You voluntarily came out. You came out into this fucking nastiness. Nobody gives a shit. Well, then they kept shopping. Oh, yeah. After after they're like, somebody got killed, you got you have to leave. And they're like, no, fuck no. When paramedics arrived, Demore's condition was grave. They were pumping his chest, trying to bring him back, and there was nothing, um, said Dennis Smokes, 36, and a Walmart worker. Demar was taken to Franklin Hospital and pronounced dead at 6.03 a.m. Uh, Hank Mullaney, who was the president of Walmart's Northeastern Division, said the company took extraordinary safety precautions. precautions. No, you didn't. No. We expected a large crowd this morning and added additional internal security, additional third-party security, and additional store associates, and we worked closely with the Nassau, Nassau, let me vernal that word to death. I don't need 90% of the scent I own. (laughs) The Nassau County Police. If I just completely butcher it, then they can't really say anything because I'm not actually trying. Um, that's what he said in his statement anyway. We also erected barricades despite all of our precautions. This unfortunate event occurred. The 28-year-old pregnant woman and three other shoppers were taken to area hospitals with minor injuries, police said. In a news conference after the incident, Nassau County Police spokesman Lieutenant Michael Fleming described the crowd as out of control and the scene as utter chaos. He said Walmart didn't have enough security on hand. I don't think you possibly could unless it was like one-on-one. You need as many people as they have there. Watch each person. 
Fleming said criminal charges were possible, but it would be difficult to identify individual shoppers in the surveillance videos. Items on sale at that Walmart store included a $798 Samsung 50-inch plasma HDTV. 2006, that was a killer fucking deal. I could see where people would get uppity, uppity mm-hmm. about that shit. Abyssal Compact Upright Vacuum for $28. I'm more... That's me right there. Right? I'm like, give me that vacuum. And and Men's Wrangler Tough Jeans for 8 bucks. That's where I'm at. Like, fucking... You're wearing Wranglers for the next 17 years. Dude, that's workwear. Yeah. Those are some good fucking pants, Those are good pants. (laughs) Sorry, I don't wear Wranglers, but when I, like, when I was working specific jobs i did buy wranglers and ropers to wear like work boots and i swear the ones at walmart the wranglers at walmart are tougher than the other wranglers like like the regular yeah shit that you just buy at the bullring i used to buy those for calvin i gave up i am so incredibly sorry you guys my nose is out of control i gave up and started buying him the ones at walmart because i got some black friday ones for him um, that were $8 one year for Calvin. Because Have you seen the new Wranglers? For men? Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking... No, they started bedazzling them oh, like no. fucking affliction. I thought you meant the good ones Like, that what's look the good. other one? Rock, uh, what is it? Rock Revival? Yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. If I see you with bedazzled jeans no. on your ass, I'm making fun of you. I just want jeans that will last, especially for my child. So those $8 ones were amazing because he didn't wear through them. It was the first pair of jeans I got that didn't wear through. Anyway... Long Island store reopened at 1 p.m. and was packed within 10 minutes. Oh my God, I looked you guys. at these people's faces <laughs> and I keep thinking one of them could have stepped on him, said one employee. How do you take a man's life to save $20 on a TV? That same day, on the other side of the country, there were two more Black Friday deaths. And Angel is going to tell us about that one from the NBCnews.com. Do I quite? I wa- <clears throat> that makes me think of the Howard Stern. WNBC. <laughs> All right. So, on on the other side of the country, in Palm Desert, California, two men pulled guns and okay. I start I started this. Listen, guys. Um I love you. I know this episode is kind of all over the place. Cuz that's what we are. I took my medicine a little late in the game today. But did that not sound like one fine day in the middle of the night, two dead Men got up to fight back to back. They faced each other, drew their swords, and shot each other. (laughs) This is how my brain works, okay? (laughs) Two men pulled guns and shot each other to death in a crowded toy store. Toys R Us. A fucking toy store. A toy store. (sighs) Which, well, there probably aren't a whole lot of children there. I would, but I would hope not. Don't take your children Black Friday shopping. God damn, get a sitter. PSA, do not take your children Black Friday shopping. These are the reasons why. There's um, 17 okay. reasons why. Don't leave your child in a hot car. Don't um, let them get a hold of your fentanyl. Don't let them go Black Friday shopping with you. Please strap them into their fucking car seats properly. Um, and use sunblock, for God's sake. Feed them every now and then. Oh, yeah. When they water. cry, shake them to reset them and then feed them. It works. <clears throat> They're like Etch-a-Sketches. Yes. Uh, so they're in a, it, they shoot each other in a crowded toy store Friday after the women with them erupted into a bloody brawl. 
Scared shoppers fled, but no one else was hurt. The violence erupted on this Black Friday, the traditional post-Thanksgiving start of the holidays shopping surge. But when authorities indicated the shooting wasn't related to the shopping frenzy, well, now we need more details. Riverside County Sheriff's Department. Excuse me. (laughs) Riverside County Sheriff Sergeant Dennis Gutierrez said the fight was not over a toy. He said the handguns were found by the men's bodies, but he released little other information. He would not answer a question about whether the shooting was gang-related. Witnesses, Scott and Joan Barrick, said that they were checking out of the store when the fight began between two women, each with a man. The women were near the checkout area, but the Barracks did not think that the women had purchases. This is a quote. Like, I didn't want to die today. I didn't think anybody did, sweetie. Like, no. I'm not, I'm, I'm saying that's fucked up. Like, could you imagine being stuck in a mall toy store like KB Toys or something like that and hear gunshots? I'd be no. like, fuck this. I'm just going behind this giant giraffe and here I will stay. Yeah. I No. One woman so- suddenly started punching the other woman who fought back as blood flowed from her nose, said Scott Barrick, 41. The man who was sitting with the woman being punched pulled a gun halfway out of his pocket that then shoved it back in. He pulled his gun right next to me. I turned to look for my wife and she was already hiding. I was so scared, said Joan Barrick, 40. I didn't want to die today. I really didn't want to die. And that's what I think we were all thinking. The other man pulled a gun, pointed it at the first man, but forgot to cock it. Scott Barrick said, the first man tried... tried to run, but was blocked by the line of people, then ran towards the back of the store's electronics section as the other man fired his gun. Stop firing all willy-nilly into a crowd of people, you pricks. Please. Stop firing weapons at each other. Like, if y'all can't get into a normal fist fight, like, your bitches had it proper. Right. If you have a fucking... Right. Like, if y'all have a disagreement, you take that shit over by the spa kiosk in the middle y'all throw hands and then whoever wins wins leave that shit at that quit grabbing guns you idiots Mm -hmm. by the way you you a whole ass bitch you a real mick asshole if you have to use a gun in the mall okay i'm just saying quit beating on each other the first man i say that and then i'm always the one that's like fight me you little bitch (laughs) the first man reached a dead end in electronics turned around and ran towards an exit pulling his gun and firing back he went back up to the cash register, put his hand on the thing, he ju- and he just went, foomp, <laughs> indicating, this is Scott, indicating that the man just fell. <laughs> he said he did not see what happened to the other man. Palm Desert Councilman Jim Ferguson, Fiergas, <laughs> Fiergason, said that um, police told him the two men with handguns shot and killed each other. I think it's an obvious question everybody has is why are you taking loaded weapons into a Toys R Us? Right. He said, I doubt it was the casual holiday shopper. Ray Turner, 20, said that he was two aisles away when the two women began shouting and screaming at each other. And they, he had a very clear view of the fight until the crowd clustered around them. Let this be a lesson for you assholes. Don't, don't crowd around and pull your phones out to take video. You might end up getting hit by a stray bullet. Mm-hmm. A bullet. A bullet. You might not make a... It might hit you. Uh, So we, the guy said, um, the crowd clustered around them. Both women had children. Both women had children. Mm -hmm. We thought it was just a fight until someone yelled, he's got a gun. He's got a gun. You really couldn't see nothing because there was a crowd, said Turner. 
what the fuck? Rafael Gomez, 11, stop taking your baby's Black Friday shopping. Stop it. You're supposed to be shopping for them anyway. Yeah. Why do you take them along? No, there's too many people. Dude. No. He said, him, he, him. Him. He said he and his father had been in the store about 20 minutes before the shooting, but they were in a nearby pizza hut when they saw people come pouring out of the store screaming. We just saw them running and crying and I started to get scared, said Raphael. We got lucky. Toys R Us issued a statement expressing outrage over the violence. We are working closely with local law enforcement officials to determine the specific details of what occurred. Our understanding is that this act seems to have been the result of a personal dispute between the individuals involved. Therefore, it would be inaccurate to associate the events with Black Friday. But the, it was Black Friday shopping, motherfucker. But it, but it was indeed Black Friday. The barracks and the others remained at the scene long after the shooting because investigators would not allow cars to be taken from the parking lot until a crime scene reconstruction was completed. Palm Desert is a resort town about 120 miles east of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I guess 2009 and 2010 were kind of death-free. Like, there were a few injuries. Quite a few. But we're going to jump to the deaths. Um, so, November 27th, 2011. And this is from the HuffPost.com, not the, just HuffPost.com. A Black Friday shopper who collapsed while shopping at Target, and we're moving to Target now, at a Target store in West Virginia went almost unnoticed as customers continued to hunt for bargain deals. Walter Vance, a 61-year-old pharmacist who reportedly suffered from a prior heart condition, later died in the hospital, reports MSNBC. Witnesses say some shoppers ignored and even walked over the man's body as they continued to shop, The reports the New York Daily News. Friends and co-workers, saddened to learn of his death, expressed outrage over the way he was treated by shoppers. Where is the Good Samaritan side of people, Vance's co-worker, Vance's co-worker Sue Compton told WSAZ-TV? How could you not notice someone was in trouble? I just don't understand if people didn't want to help what their reason was other than greed because of a sale. Gawker points out, is that really her name? Or is, are they calling someone a gawker? I actually think that... No, I think it's it's a person. Gawker points out that there is no legal obligation to come to someone's rescue, only a moral one. I know that there's also a media-like outlet called oh, the yeah. Gawker. Okay. While some news organizations say that no one helped the collapsed man, his wife refuted this report. Lynn Vance said six nurses shopping in the store came to her husband's rescue and performed CPR until paramedics in- arrived. Uh, notes the Sunday Gazette Mail. This wasn't the only incident to take America's biggest shopping day. While one customer sprayed fellow shoppers with pepper spray so she could snag a video game, another scenario involved an exhausted Target worker accidentally driving her car into a canal after work in the um, after working the Black Friday midnight shift. God. Which leads us to the next. Oh, my fucking God. The next story. All right, guys. Moving on to 2012, an article from... It's Palo Alto Online. I only know because they had it 
mixed up because I was like, what the fuck does that say? Perfect. A San Bruno father was charged with two counts of vehicular manslaughter after a November rollover crash killed two of his daughters and severely injured a CHP officer. The Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office announced August 22nd. Arvind Tandell, 48, was driving home from Black Friday all night shopping with his 34-year-old wife and his four daughters, aged 12 to 24, when the accident occurred November 23, 2012, at 641, excuse me, 649 a.m. on Highway 21, 21. 21. <laughs> 101 in, um, at Embarcadero Road in Palo Alto. Tandell was driving his Lexus SUV north from Gilroy after only having three hours of sleep in a 24-hour period, said Cindy Hendrickson, the supervising deputy district attorney. The four daughters were crowded into the back seat, fitted only for three. The two who died were not wearing their belts. A seat in the third row was folded down to make room for all of the purchases. The officials chart <clears throat> the official charges are misdemeanor vehicular manslaughter without gross negligence. These are dangerous conditions that led to an enormous tragedy that could have been even worse. This was a preventable tra- tragedy. The defendant is not the first person to drive while sleep extremely sleepy, nor the first person to drive with unbelted drivers. Yet this case shows in tragic detail the consequences that can flow from such conduct. It should serve as a reminder to all of us about the need for vigilance and adhering to safety rules. Hyper vigilance, ever vigilant. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is why the district attorney's office decided that charges were warranted in the case despite the defendant defendant's extreme personal loss. Isn't that sad? It is really sad, and I don't know that I would have charged him with vehicular manslaughter. It's, no. it's fucked up. It is fucked up. But people fall asleep at the wheel all the time. It's unfortunate that this happened right before the holidays, and it's unfortunate that it was a result of them, like, being out and shopping all night. I think the negligence thing, like, for having four people in three seats and people not belted, yeah, dude, you should get charged for that, I guess. I think that's what pushed it over the line. Because that's unsafe as fuck, dude. I don't let anybody go in my car without seatbelts. No, me either. I'm like, put that shit on. There is one person... That has ridden with me that has, like, this weird thing about seatbelts. Is it a truck driver? Huh? Is it a truck driver by chance? Oh. It's my brother-in-law. Who? John. Oh. And I have to get up his ass to put his fucking seatbelt on. Like, I'm like, okay, fine, then here we sit until you put your fucking seatbelt on. Most truck drivers don't wear their seatbelts because in trucks, in a lot of instances, it's better off for them to just bail out than it is to stay in, which I know many of them have... It's 50-50 in my eyes. Like, if you're on a cliff and you're you're thinking you're going to bail out, you're still going to die. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe if you get out quick enough. But on the other side. It depends on what side. But what side does that... But a lot of truck drivers that I know don't, won't wear theirs. A witness driving behind the Lexus allegedly saw Tandell driving close to the white line that separated the freeway lanes from the right-handed shoulder just before the accident. The witnesses moved to the far left lane to stay away from the impending crash. A California Highway Patrol officer was in his cruiser on the shoulder, assisting two motorists attempting to change a tire on their truck. The motorist had set out three emergency triangles, and the officer's car was flashing a left-directional arrow telling drivers, move left. 
Tandell's SUV drifted closer to the police car, struck its left rear, sending it into one of the two stranded motorists, severely injuring the officer. The accident was recorded on the patrol car's recorder, which showed that the officer's crash and the disabled truck were pulled over on a wide shoulder. The Lexus rolled as many as seven times. Two of Tandell's adult daughters were ejected onto the freeway. Nisha Tandell, 24, was pronounced dead at the scene. Her sister, Chantel, no, Chital, Tandell, 20, died that night at... Oh, man. Goddamn. Died that night at Stanford Hospital, according to CHP. Tandell's wife, Yogita Tandell, was also brought to Stanford Hospital with major injuries but survived. The 12-year-old daughter sustained moderate injuries, and she and Payel Tandell, 22, were taken to Santa Clara Valley Medical in San Jose. Arvin Tandell suffered, suffered major injuries and was also taken to Valley Medical. The CHP officer only returned to work last month. Had the, had the officer exited his vehicle, which he planned to do, which he had planned to do, he would have been killed. It's it's absolutely miraculous that there weren't more deaths. The SUV had rolled off a freeway and off the and up the off-ramp before landing in a depression off the side of the road. Traffic was heavy on the freeway and on the off-ramp, but perhaps the motorist saw Tandell was losing control of his car and they avoided the incident. Filing the charges is not meant to make an example out of Tendell, said Hendrickson. It is the recognition that great harm occurred because of a violation of the law, and there are consequences because of that. The harm to the public could have been much worse. That's the issue we can't ignore. Tendell had no previous record traffic violations. She hopes the case will serve as a reminder to everybody the tragic consequences of, a, of lack of sleep, which she said is, a, is as detrimental as drunk driving and also not wearing your seatbelt. Tandell is expected to turn himself turn himself in soon for booking. He and his family were notified of the pending charges. He will be released on bail or without bail after booking. Considering Tandell's personal losses, the DA's office will not seek jail time or probably even community service, which are typical punishments for this type of offense. But Tandell could face restrictions on his driver's license based on the DMV's rules, which could mean a suspension for 1.5 years. Tandell's private attorney, Dan Barton, said that his client is devastated by the death of his daughters, the injury to his wife and other children. It's really a tragedy that they are deciding to file criminal file criminal charges. He is certainly a good man who is suffering and grieving in a very painful manner. This isn't going to do him any good, not good for anyone, not for Mr. Tendell or his wife or daughters who will now see their father facing criminal charges. I think it's unnecessary. The mistake he made is a very ordinary mistake and one that any driver can relate to. Nothing that happens is going to be worse than what has already happened. I'll agree with that. Yeah, that's... Like, he's already been punished enough, I think. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And I've fallen asleep. I fell asleep and almost totaled my Mustang. Went in and out of... In and out of a ditch, through a fence, into a mailbox. That was fun. God damn. I know. All right, we're going to jump to November 25th of 2016 now. And an article from nypost.com. Two people were shot... One fatally in the parking lot of a southern New Jersey mall early on Black Friday, according to reports. The shooting took place outside of Macy's department store in the Hamilton Mall in the Maze Landing section of Hamilton. 
CBS Philly reported. More than 15 evidence markers were laid down in the parking lot after police arrived about 3.30 a.m. The mall, which closed at midnight, was due to reopen for bargain hunters at 6 a.m. Cops focused their attention on a silver SUV in the parking lot. It's sad, one shopper said at the scene. We've been doing this, me and my girls, for probably about 10 years now. Just for the fun of going out, a girls' night, and trying to get some special sales, and it's getting scary now. Another shopper told CBS the shooting was a tragedy. It's very scary. You know, you're starting off the holiday season, and you're excited about the upcoming times with family. And now there's going to be a family who are missing people in their holidays, and they'll never be the same, a shopper said. So that one was over a parking spot. Wow. But it doesn't explain what happened. It just said it in the headline. It said somebody shot, you know, because of a parking spot. Like, come the fuck on. You can walk. Allow extra time to walk. I know it sucks. I know it's cold, but you're the one that chose to be out. Fuck you. Get your shit together. If you don't want to be cold and you don't want to walk, stay the fuck home and hope that it's going to be on Cyber Monday. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But we don't need to be shooting motherfuckers over a parking spot. No, we do. no, we do not. No, stop it. Fucking parking spots. God damn it! Settle it like an like an adult. Rock paper scissor. Fucking yeah. Rochambeau you for it. Mm. Ah, got your ass. I got you. I got. Uh, I got that. I got that. Well, let's see. That same day, Friday, November twenty fifth, two thousand sixteen. Correct. Yeesh. Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city ever. <laughs> Police are looking for a suspect in a deadly road rage incident in Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada, they say, oh. is all over the shit that I just read. Right? No. I think these are both of our parking spots. Oh, my God. I think we have a double parking spotter. <laughs> wow. Fucking parking spots. Two two opposite ends of the the country again. Let's do this shit. All over a parking spot happened at a Reno Walmart Thanksgiving night. The suspect later took off, but the dispute started over who was taking that spot. It looks like a road raid. A road wage incident. Listen here, it was a road wage incident. (laughs) That was so much road wage. (laughs) It was. (laughs) It was road wage. Um, Yeah, it was some sort of road rage incident. And we don't have any information other than that. That it was linked to any shopping activities or anything like that at this point, said Lieutenant Scott Shaw of the Reno Police Department. Walmart stayed open for the Black Friday shoppers, like you do, mm-hmm. while police investigated. That was an extremely vague article from ABC13.com. Yeah, thanks for all the info. I want more. Uh, you get nothing. Uh, was that 2016? It certainly was. Well, this was the same year. Again, same same thing. The article came out on the 28th, but it, it was like, yeah. Isidro Zarate had just watched his wife walk into a Walmart in northwest San Antonio when a fight caught his attention. A man and a woman were arguing in the parking lot crowded with Black Friday shoppers about 4 a.m., the man had grabbed the woman by the hair and was beating her. So Zarate pulled his car up to the couple and told them, "Take your hands," or told the man, "Take your hands off her." According to police, the man did. Police say, but only to reach for his gun. All Zarate did was verbally say, "Take your hands off her." San Antonio Police Chief William McManus told reporters at the scene, "At that point, the assailant pulled the firearm and started shooting. One hit. One nope." 
One shot hit Zarate in the neck, killing him. He died in the parking lot. He was 39. A woman riding in the car with him was hit by a shrapnel or a flying glass, police said, and was injured. God damn. Wouldn't that suck? You just go in a wall. Like, I'm just going to go in and get this good deal real quick. And then you come out to your dead husband in the parking lot because he was trying to stand up for a woman getting her ass kicked by a dude. Fuck. All right. So how about from the Washington Post? Oh, I think... That one was from the WashingtonPost.com. Forgot All to right. say that. Forgot to cite my sources. How about CNN? You, yes. Well, Thanksgiving night shooting in Alabama's largest enclosed mall. I like how they had to specify that it was an enclosed mall. Right? Like, yeah. Well, because we have two. Yeah. Outdoor, indoor-ish. Well, gateways all the way outdoor, and then City Creek's a little bit of. A little bit of both. Fuck, I like City Creek. I used I to think too. that it was like a little too much. And then that's where I went up and spent my um, my anniversary. Oh. Because it's, it's literally like... Right there. From, from Hotel Monaco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, I kids. I like it there. I like it. I like it. Uh, 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 so we're in Alabama. Yeesh. All right. Thanksgiving night shooting in Alabama in the enclosed mall that left a gunman dead and two people, including a 12-year-old, injured and sent terrified shoppers running for safety. The incident at River Chase Galleria in Birmingham suburb of Hoover started with a fight between an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old gunman. The confrontation occurred in the mall shortly before 10 p.m. near the Foot Action and J.C. Penney's. Foot action. I'm going to go to foot, foot action, action and get a in pair the, of tennis shoes. Tennis shoes in the J.C. Penty <laughs> <laughs> on the second level. Police do not know how the confrontation began, but we do not believe at this point that the 18-year-old was armed. Hoover Police Captain Greg Rector said. Oh, God. Greg Rector. Hello, Sergeant Greg Rector. Sergeant Greg Rector. Rector. At Almost killed her. <laughs> Oh, God. Fuck. The gunman opened fire, shooting the teen twice in the torso. An armed Hoover police officer who was working security at the mall confronted the gunman as he ran away. He fled the scene and fatally shot him, police said. A 12-year-old girl described the scene from nearby. She was a bystander, and it's unclear who by... Oh, she was shot once, and it is unclear by who. Both of the injured were taken to the hospital. The girl had surgery and does not have life-threatening injuries, said Rector. Her condition... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sorry. Harold Rector. <laughs> All right, get it together. Her condition was stable Friday morning. The injured 18-year-old was in serious condition when an ambulance took him to the hospital. The hospital. It wasn't the hospital. It was the hospital. Did you catch that? <laughs> uh, the officer involved was placed on administrative leave while Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. Holy Shatner. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. Investigates In- the incident. We are fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> we are still Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh man all right stop 
We were fortunate that that Hoover officer was there where he was needed to be, and we believe at this point that he may have prevented further injuries, Richter said. Witnesses described hearing the gunshots inside the mall, which was open late on Thanksgiving. The scene was chaotic, with customers screaming and the staff working to help people flee or hide. They put us in supply closet locked and locked doors, and there we sat for five to ten minutes, all freaking out, Lexi Joyner told WBRC. And when they opened the doors, escape route and when they opened the escape route doors, we escaped through the escape route doors. <laughs> Thanks, Good Lexi. Good job, Lexi. Good sentencing. <laughs> Hoover is about 10 miles south of Birmingham. Brookfield Properties, which owns the shopping center, said it was devastated by the shooting. We are working closely with the Hoover Police Department and are grateful for their swift action to contain the situation, said Lindsay Kahn, a spokeswoman for the shopping center. The center closed for the rest of the night and reopened before sunrise for Black Friday shopping. In an unrelated incident the next day, a male was shot in the wrist at a mall in Elizabeth, New Jersey, according to Mayor Chris Balawage. Balawage. Ball wash. <laughs> Ball wash. Ball wash. It's B-O-L-L-W-A-G. It's Don't probably ball wage. To, Don't try ball to wage. church it up, dude. Ball wash. Ball wash. Anyway, the mayor, Chris, ball wash. No mm. one had been arrested, and the mayor said the victim was not cooperating to identify the suspect. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like, if you're not cooperating, it was probably some domestic shit where you shot yourself. For real. That or maybe you're trying not to get your plug in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So this was CTV Ottawa, published Friday, November 23rd, 2018. And it was updated Sunday, November 25th of 2018. A 27-year-old man has died after being shot in the parking lot of the South Keys Shopping Center. Police say they were called to the scene around 6.20 p.m. Friday night. The victim was taken to the hospital where he later died. The police identified the victim as Giannis Barkhaddle of Ottawa. The north end of the shopping center, including the parking lot, was closed for police investigation but has since reopened. Police say they are looking for at least one suspect, and I didn't find if they actually found this person yet or not. Mm. I don't think they did. They say this was targeted and the shooter did not act alone. Right now, the investigators will look for and interview witnesses. They are also trying to track down any video of the area to try to make sense of what happened, says Staff Sergeant Steve Kerr. Anyone with information is asked to contact the major crime unit. Um, it said that's the city's 17th homicide. That wasn't Jesus. very informational. Also, no, it wasn't. Uh, whoever wrote this, it says CTV Ottawa. Uh, I had to fix their errors the grammatical errors in a few spots i was like good god it made me cringe so anybody that lives there maybe talk to someone try to you know better editing i don't know perhaps i don't know okay so that's all the murders that were on this website so i'm just gonna go through and say because it will take forever to talk about all of the injuries which i'm sure there are way more than are on here and i'm sure they are amazing but we're just gonna go through the headlines all right. Okay, hit me. I'm gonna hit you. Okay, but these we'll right, start do off. Do a do a. We're gonna start with the honor, honorable mentions, which were not included in the count. In 2010, there was an employee suicide at Zanesville. Joanne closed the store for Black Friday. That would fucking suck. 
2014 man stabs co-worker at Costco. All right. That was just an injury. 2014, there was a murder-suicide at Chicago Nordstrom's that leaves two dead. 2014, Texas pair arrested for Black Friday employee murder. I don't know why these are only honorable mentions. I feel like they're pretty good. They sound better than some of the ones that, that were on the kill count. Speaking of kill count, if you don't watch kill count on YouTube, do it. It's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. He does kill counts for horror movies, and he's amazingly funny. Anyway, 2018 man shopping on Black Friday at Walmart has a parent heart attack and dies, coroner says. All right, now we're going into these injuries. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 2006, 10 injured in South Southern California Black Friday mall stampede. Jesus, see this damn. right here. Why I do not. 2009, Clarksville woman trampled during Black Friday shopping. 2010, former Marine stabbed in Best Buy store by a violent customer. Fuck. 2010, trans woman assaulted at Cole's department store in Jackson, Tennessee. 2011, Los Angeles area Black Friday pepper spray attack at Walmart injures 20. 20? 20 in a pepper spray attack. Like right. I, I kind of, if you guys want to read these, if you want to go in and get more detail for yourself, blackfridaydeathcount.com. All you do is click on the one and it will give you the, um, the thing, the thing, the, thing. the article, uh, 2011 shooting outside California, Walmart, one wounded 2011, the next viewer from 2011 off duty police pepper spray. North Carolina shoppers. Oh, off-duty police pepper sprays. They missed the S. North Carolina shoppers. And that injured 20 also. There's two? I feel like... Oh, that's in. there's one in North Carolina and one in Los Angeles. And both God. of their magic numbers are 20. Jesus. So apparently if you've got pepper spray, your count is 20. Okay? Woman, woman wounded in South Carolina Black Friday robbery attempt. Fights break out at a Ro- at Rome Walmart during Black Friday shopping. Injured two. Okay. Black Friday worker rescued from canal after losing control of car due to exhaustion. So how many have we got to on that one? That, that only injured one. It was just exhaustion. Yeah, God... Okay, Black Friday. Let's not, let's make sure we're rested up. Sleep after your turkey before you go out. Doesn't turkey have something in it that makes Trip you sleepy? Yeah. So if you're gonna eat your turkey, do it earlier in the day before you go Black Friday shopping because it makes you tired. Girl trampled in Black Friday Walmart rush. 2012 Black Friday shoppers hit by a suspected drunk driver in Walmart parking lot. Oh Fuck. God. 2012, two people shot at Tallahassee Walmart over parking space again. That only injured two on that one, though. Only. Can we stop with the parking spots? Please. For fuck's sake, guys. 2013, shopper carrying TV home from Target shot in Las Vegas. I wonder if they were, like, walking down the road with the TV and somebody was like, I want that TV, I'm going to shot you. Perhaps. Good God. Rialto Walmart, this is in 2013, Rialto Walmart brawl sends one police officer to the hospital. 
2013, Black Friday, Virginia man stabbed in Walmart parking lot over parking space. 2013, several injured in Black Friday related shooting outside Coles in Illinois. Well, that doesn't surprise me, it's Illinois. 2013, scenes of chaos during chain stores Black Friday sales in Northern Ireland. They're even crazy in Ireland. 2013, Newport, Arkansas, Walmart employee injured during Black Friday sales. 2013, man stabbed during Black Friday event at Carlsbad Mall. <laughs> Same year for the next three. Teen returning mm. home from Black Friday shopping fell asleep at the wheel and killed in the wreck. Oh, I missed that one on my kill count. So sorry. Sorry about that. That was one killed, four injured. Um, Thanksgiving Day bargain shoppers send 11-year-old to the hospital. Two oh, were injured come on. there. 2013, shopper pepper sprayed, arrested in argument over TV at New Jersey Walmart. One injury. You, in 2014, UK Black Friday madness, woman with broken wrist, head injury from fallen TV during scuffle. Oh, my. Wow. So, yeah. No. 2014 Black Friday brawl at Kohl's in Tustin ends with three arrests. Fuck. Do we really want deals this fucking bad? Like, for real. And I bet all of them go out afterwards and have a big breakfast or some shit where they spend the money that they just saved from the other stuff. Like, just go later and buy it full price and eat breakfast for at real? home. I just saved you. I just saved your life. Thanksgiving shopper hit by car at Wyoming Walmart. This says Wyoming Walmart. I'm pretty sure it means Wyoming. Wyoming. Policeman stabbed in the neck confronting HMV shoplifter in Leeds. Ow. One injured, one charged after shots fired outside Wolf Chase Galleria in Tennessee. 2016, woman hurt during stampede in South African Mall. Like, fucking people are crazy all over the world. Shirtless man uses belt as a whip outside Vancouver Black Friday sale. That's certainly one way to get people out your way is like bringing it back old school. We're going to do it like fucking Sanford and Son. Start swinging your belt. I'm Indiana Jones, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. 2017 Brawls Close Alabama Shopping Center One treated for injuries I just want to video Like I literally just want a camp chair With a video camera And I want to watch this shit Uh, 2017 One male shot, one male stabbed At Willowbrook Mall on Black Friday 2017 Black Friday Missouri Mall Shooting leaves teens seriously injured That sucks um, oh God. Black Friday altercation in Kmart leaves man with a shattered hip. God damn. That's an altercation if I've ever heard of one. And now in 2018, a glance at attractive woman sparked Memphis mall shooting. Stop it. Stop it. Let me read the last two. We might need to go look back into that one real quick. Uh, two people stabbed at Macy's in Destiny, USA, and a man wounded in shooting inside a New Jersey mall at the end of Black Friday. 
All right. I want to know about this glance at a woman. I don't know if uh, a glance at a woman is going to create that kind of destruction, but perhaps. I don't know. Okay. This is from AJC.com. Black Friday 2018. Glance at attractive woman sparked Memphis mall shooting. Police report says... One person was How are you going to shoot up a whole fucking mall for somebody looking at your girl? I guess we're going to find out. God damn. One person was shot at a Tennessee mall Thursday night <clears throat> as hundreds of shoppers crowded the complex to begin their Black Friday shopping. Police said the fight stemmed from a glance at a woman. Okay. The Oak Court Mall in Memphis was open from 6 p.m. Thursday until midnight. The shooting occurred at 11 p.m. The victim told police that he spotted an attractive woman at the mall, but he continued walking. He said once he got outside, he and his cousin started fighting with the man who had been with the woman. According to the police report, the victim was knocked out and he was shot while he was being pulled to his feet. The victim told police he didn't remember getting knocked to the ground and that he didn't hear gunshots. Matthew Morgan, who watched the fight unfold, said he saw one of the suspects pull out a gun and shoot at the victims during the confrontation. He said he then started shooting. It's not clear whether he returned fire at the suspects or just shot in the air. Witnesses gave police conflicting reports. The injured man was grazed by a bullet and is expected to be okay. Well... Police charged Morgan, or police arrested Morgan. What? It says police arrested Morgan was arrested on a charge of unlawful possession of a weapon. That sentence doesn't make sense to me. Maybe I read it wrong. I don't know. Perhaps. I don't but, know. damn, apparently don't look at somebody else's girl. That just seems excessive. Well, we were at the mall in Junction well, when we went out for hockey. A couple mm-hmm. weekends ago, there was this girl, and she had kind of a loose shirt on. Mm-hmm. She had the nice, good stand-up tits. Oh. And she was walking, and they were kind of bouncing, and I looked, and I was like, hmm. And good for you, honey. I, yeah, and, I, and Clint was walking by me, and I was like, were those real? <laughs> and he's like, I think so. I don't know. I was like, I didn't see your face. I don't know how young she was. All I saw was tits. He's like, I feel, I, I feel like that could have been entrapment. Yeah. He's like, me too. I was like, well, God damn it. Now I want to know if they're real. So can I tell you about an article that's really upsetting me that has nothing to do with true crime? Um, yes. So there was a guy. This is in uh, November 8th okay. of this year. Oh, so barely. Yeah. Right. Um. It said the the title of this is Hand of a Missing Tourist Found in a Stomach of a Tiger Shark. So obviously it's a shark. <laughs> I click on it because it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. So a 44-year-old Scottish man went snorkeling off an island notorious for its shark attacks. His wife identified his body through his wedding ring. And I'm like, well, how the fuck did he do that? That's awesome. So he vanished off the coast. Um. And his severed hand was found inside the stomach of a shark. So I'm like, how the fuck are they finding it? How do they find it out of the shark? Cut so, no, they go and kill a shit ton of tiger sharks yeah. to go find it. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Can we raise awareness right now to save the fucking sharks? We need them. That we was, need sharks. That was really sweet of you. Well, there. I watch a lot of things about sharks because while I'm scared to death of them... I am also infatuated with them. And they are starting to become extinct. 
And we do actually need them because they're like the white blood cells of the ocean, right? They get rid of everything that is injured and bad and whatever out of the ocean. Correct? Like the way you put that. So they... I stole it from a documentary I watched. Um, How many did they cut open? Probably at least 15 to 25. It says on here... Well, and it's talking about this island um, has been the site of 24 attacks, 11 of them fatal since 2011. Um, but it said before that, attacks were relatively, relatively rare. It is talking about the overfishing of people it causes the sharks to be more hungry, so they're attacking people more because there's less food in the water for them. It's because we overfish the ocean like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. And I would also like to say that we need to stop. Um, don't don't purchase shark fin soup, okay? No. Just don't. Because they waste the entire shark. They chop off the fin, and they're, like, tossing the bodies back in. While without fins. Alive. Yes, without fins, they don't swim. And if they don't swim, they don't have oxygen, and they fucking drown. Um, furthermore, shark fin soup, just so y'all know, tastes like shit. It is not flavorful. It is not a delicacy. It is not like baby beluga fucking caviar or anything like that. It actually tastes like trash. Stop doing yeah. that shit. And it breaks my heart. Go watch a video. If you have no feelings towards this, go watch a video of them making the shark fin soup. And it's goddamn heartbreaking. Even for somebody who's scared shitless of a shark like I am. But they just bring them in by the load and just chop off their fins and pile mm-hmm. them up and dump them in. There's a, a documentary on Amazon, and I can't remember what it was called. Shark something. It, but it's all about saving the sharks. You should go watch it. But this this whole thing made me so sad. They're just going to go through and catch all these sharks and cut them open. A tiger shark. That's one of our best ones that we have to keep everything cleaned up because they're a garbage gut. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, the sharks really are starting to become extinct, and we need them. Just saying. So, hmm. uh, be nice to sharks. Yeah. And uh, stay, stay out, out of chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye. And stay out of the ocean. <laughs> That's also, their if domain. you don't want to be, if you don't want to be eaten by a fucking shark, don't go play in their kitchen. Right. <laughs> it's their goddamn area. Do me a favor and stay the fuck out the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, get your big ass out the ocean. <laughs> That's why I don't swim in it. Okay? In nut. In nut. I do. I swim in the ocean. Right, but if you're going to swim... But I also in... know, like, I know what the fucking... And if you're missing, like, if you go missing, I'm not going to be like, open all the sharks until you fucking find her. You're going to be like, that little asshole... She knew what was... She knew. That little asshole probably drowned. Because mm-hmm. she gets excited, and then she swallows water. Well, and the thing is, is that they, they don't even know if he, like, got taken out by the tide. Yeah, for all they know, he drowned. could have been a dead body that happened to get consumed. By the thing that does the job in the ocean by getting rid of dead and sickly animals. Right. Back. Hmm, who knew? Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm.